If you're enjoying My Last Watch so far, please give us a five-star rating or review on Apple Podcasts. It really goes a long way to help get the word out on the show. Thanks so much. Hi, Watch Fam. Welcome to My Last Watch. We're on our episode seven, and this is Gun. And I'm Kaylee. In this show, I've challenged Gun to trade up a $100 watch into a dream watch, which in this case is a Nomos campus for Gun's dad. And we are going to give an update on the challenge today, but we're going to save that to the end of the episode. Okay. Uh, what I want to talk about today, and I've actually been pretty excited to talk about this. <laughs> yeah. I've been telling yeah. you that I think episode seven is going to be great. and It's hope... going to be good content, so stay tuned. Yeah, well, <laughs> I don't want people's expectations to be too high, but I'm excited about this topic because we are going to talk about watch straps today. All right. <laughs> All right. So to start, Gun, do you want to tell the watch fam about your newest purchase? Yes. So recently, <laughs> Chrono Tokyo released a new Hiroshige strap. It's actually called the Wakatake Iro. And it's basically in the color of uh, bamboo. So it's like a green shade. And I think as you add patina to it, or actually they said they have a process where they added a patina process already to the watch. And that was one of the reasons why it was a little expensive <laughs> as you were about to point out. But yeah, it's a beautiful strap and I can't wait to pair it with the Chronograph 2 that I purchased from Chrono Tokyo. For some folks who may be listening who aren't into watch watches, maybe like myself, um, can you explain what patina is? Patina is the added character through uh, years of wear. It's um, a lot of vintage items we say have patina, whether it's the tritium dials or it's the fading of colors. Whenever an object, mostly watches, have been used for years, it'll add a different fade or different characteristics to the watch, and we call that patina. So patina would mainly be a word that you'd use to describe a watch that someone has had for like years. Correct. A new watch wouldn't be patinaed no. because it hasn't had that kind of wear, wear and tear. It, yeah. Mm -hmm. So it's basically wear and tear scratches, you know, to make the watch fan feel better. We say it's patina, but it's just <laughs> years of wear on the watch <laughs> that we like to call it character, but maybe other people would just call it scratches. <laughs> okay. Well, thanks for, thanks for clarifying that. I wanted to bring you up watch straps because this isn't the first Corono strap you've purchased. I've actually, I actually have all three of the straps that Wait, released. <laughs> I thought you only had one more. No, 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 I have like the brown one too. Well, no, you have the tan brown one, which to me looks exactly like the one that you're purchasing, except it's a different color. This one is green. Yeah, it's the same strap. It's, it's just in different color. Okay. Yeah, but it's just in different colors. <laughs> okay. I actually have three of those. Yeah, because one is actually on a watch, but I have one that's not on a watch strap yet that hasn't found the right watch so it's... to pair it with. <laughs> okay. They're beautiful straps. And it's all handmade, calfskin. I got to say, the, mm -hmm. the first time that I saw the tan one, because I don't think I've seen the other one. It's just a brown color. so or Maybe I've that, seen it yeah. and I just thought they were the same. Mm -hmm. I think that could be the case. <laughs> but, I don't know. I wasn't a huge fan the first time I saw it. Is it because of the inscription or? I think it might be because of the inscription, which I know is part of what makes it unique. Mm -hmm. yeah, I, I'll admit that it has grown on me. 
Mm-hmm. What does that inscription even say? <laughs> <laughs> okay, well, it sounds like you didn't buy it because of the inscription. It was definitely not the inscription. Okay, so the inscription on the watch strap basically says, All Hiroshige straps are engraved with legendary ukiyo artist Utagawa Hiroshige's original handwritten poem from an original artwork from 1840s. Uh, the poem is loosely translated, the moon indulges into the night in various ways. So that's, that's what it says on the strap. Okay. <laughs> what confuses me about straps is they seem to be pretty expensive in the sense that you could actually buy another watch for the same price as a strap. Yeah, but then a lot of times, I mean, there's there are cheaper alternatives. You could buy like cheaper leather band straps for like i'm sure like 30 40 dollars but the quality definitely shows and you feel the quality of the leather when you wear it if you're purchasing a watch to have permanently it's also nice to find a watch strap that goes with it like a nice pairing like for me i don't change out my straps that often i know i I mean i I like to stick like if i find a good strap i'll stick to that strap Mm mm-hmm and so that's why I have one strap that I haven't even put on a watch because I just haven't found that right watch. But I'll keep the straps and then once I find the pairing, yeah, it's like a permanent strap pairing. But I do go, so here's the thing. So the one thing I do is in the summertime, I'll switch out the leather straps on the bracelets just because, you know, in the summertime, you don't want to wear leather products. Yeah, I was about to say that. Is, yeah, and so that's why seasonal? I do the strap changes, but it's, only from leather to steel, but it's not like I do a lot of changes within the leather straps with watches, with the same watches, if that makes sense. Okay, so during the summertime, you I, switch over to steel. Yep. And then what time is it? The when odd, is it time to switch Like back starting fall or so, I'll bring in my leather straps. I think it's a better pairing. We've talked about this before, and I'm, I'm curious how listeners handle this. Do you think most people bring their watches into a store to get the strap swapped out? Or do people do it on their own? What is your gut reaction? Probably they do it on their own. But like for me, I don't want to scratch up my watches. And that's the only thing. That's why like with my finer timepieces, I don't want any scratches on them. So I'll take it into a watch shop and get it switched out. I I support that decision Mm -hmm. just because we have tried to do some DIY projects in the past. (laughs) Not watch-based. I don't... Have you mm-hmm. ever just tried it on your own? I have. Okay, so you've tried and then but you kind of gave But there's certain watches that work, but then when it's like a steel bracelet, like on my Omega Speedy, it's much more difficult to do because there's not that space if you look right here. Mm-hmm. So it's much more difficult to maneuver. Whereas there's certain straps where it's just on leather or like on a canvas strap where it's much easier to change straps. But this one, there's a couple of watches that I won't do on my own. So which one did you try to do do it on first it was the Seiko one of my Seikos that I have and then like halfway through did you start freaking out and you're like oh I can't do this (laughs) yeah (laughs) need to bring it into the professional Mm -hmm. okay yeah because like I said earlier we've done some DIY projects in the past not watch ones at least together but one of the first projects we attempted which was pretty ambitious I'll admit was trying to put together a closet kit (laughs) the story behind that is we had recently moved into our place and it was a basic closet, you know, just had a rod, which was fine, but we really wanted something that had at least two rods so that we could store more clothes in there. So one of the options we were looking at was a custom closet 
And I think if we were to go that route, it could have been around $1,000 or so. Mm-hmm. And then the other option I was thinking of was, well, what if we got this closet kit? Because the way it was configured was actually the exact layout I would have wanted if we were to get a custom closet. You were wanting to get the custom closet, I think. Yeah, I wanted right? to just get it custom made. <laughs> like have it. I mean, we just moved into this condo and we were here. So I just wanted to, yeah, get it custom made. Eventually, I convinced Gunn, like, hey, let's just try to do this closet kit. I looked up some YouTube videos, and it seemed relatively straightforward. Basically, you got to drill some holes into the wall. <laughs> make sure you drill into the studs. Um, you basically drill in this, what's it called? The anchor? I don't know. It's this, like, long piece of metal that you drill into the wall, and that's the only thing that's holding the closet up. So we ordered this closet online on one of your days off. I was like, okay, let's just try to start putting this together. We'll just do it in phases. So, you know, the first step is drilling in this metal piece. I'll just call it a metal rod. I know that's not what it's it's (laughs) called, but this metal rod. And so we're like, I measure everything out. We get out the um, leveler. Um, We get out the stud finder. We find the studs and we start drilling. (laughs) I don't know. How did you, how did you think the drilling? It went horribly. Like, <laughs> we're about to break down the house. Like, so the house was about to come apart. <laughs> yeah. It, like we drilled enough holes. We were able to get the rod in, but we're really having a hard time drilling into the studs. So I thought like, maybe we, we have yeah. metal studs. And I could tell that you're getting pretty frustrated. Yep. Understandably. Mm-hmm. Part of me was just thinking, oh shoot, like we got this closet kit but we can't put it together what are we going to (laughs) do so my next thought was like okay there's it there's no way we can put this together ourselves (laughs) because we had just gotten so frustrated it probably took us two hours to just drill that bar in and there was like more bars that we or more rods that we had to drill in Mm -hmm. and so then i started looking online for different options and finally decided to hire a TaskRabbit for the first Thank time. Thank you, TaskRabbit. <laughs> Thank you, TaskRabbit. If you're not familiar with TaskRabbit, it's kind of like Airbnb, but for handy people. <laughs> so we hired a TaskRabbit, really nice guy. Um, he came in, he got the job done in, I want to say like less than two hours. Definitely less than two hours, yep. He hung up like a couple of pieces of art. <laughs> But that was seriously like the best $200 I think I've ever spent. Mm-hmm. Like it was so worth every penny that we paid to get this yep. installed. So we've done, we've tr- tried to do a couple of DIY projects. Those didn't work out so well. For that reason, I fully support you bringing in these watches. Yeah. I don't want to put added scratches onto these watches and I can just see it going horribly wrong. But with my cheaper watches, I'll definitely do it on my own. But with expensive pieces, I'll take it in. Have you actually done it, though? With yeah, one yeah. Of your... Oh, so you have Yes, yeah, so I've done the cheaper okay. pieces. But then it has to be certain straps. And this week, I actually have my own strap story. <laughs> I've been wearing a Fitbit for the past year and a half. I know Gunn on several Instagram posts has mentioned I've, that... I've hated on the Fitbit. <laughs> hated on the Fitbit because he wants me to wear that Tudor watch, but... The Fitbit has seriously motivated me to put in those steps. Yeah, that's true. So my goal previously was 6,500 steps each day, which when you're working from home is challenging. Like you actually mm-hmm. have to go out and force yourself to walk, yeah. which is which is why I like wearing the Fitbit. Kind of, you know, gamifies exercising. Well, you do have two wrists, so. 
<laughs> you, can, um, you can double rest. Actually, I will, t- I will touch on that. So, <laughs> okay. um, yeah, I have this Fitbit about a week and a half ago or so. I don't know if you noticed, and it's actually healed up by now, but I had a, like a pretty gnarly rash. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Or did you actually notice yeah, that? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, so I had a rash on my wrist where my I was wearing my Fitbit. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'll save the gore details. I didn't have to amputate, fortunately, <laughs> but it was getting to the point where like I just could not wear the Fitbit on yeah. my left side. So I was like, okay, I'll just switch it to the right side. Mm-hmm. And I'm right-handed, and it totally threw me off. I don't know if you've ever tried to wear a watch on your dominant hand no i haven't i do not recommend yeah it. that i add so many scratches to it i feel like for me it wasn't about scratches okay. but when i was working <laughs> when i was typing when i was using my mouse it felt like i was doing everything for the first time and it was so distracting mm. and when we were driving the other day yeah. i don't know if you noticed like i had the fitbit on my right wrist mm-hmm. and it was distracting me so much while i was driving that i tried to take it off yeah while I was driving, which I also don't recommend. And then I broke <laughs> Is the that strap. how it broke? Oh, that's, that's how, how it broke. broke. Okay, I didn't know that's how I broke. So I totally broke the strap. And fortunately, I got this at Costco. And it came with an extra strap. So I was able to put on this athletic strap, which looks a lot better. It does. My wrist is looking pretty much back it's to normal. Healed. Yeah, it's healed up quite. Yeah. Might have to put some scar cream on there. <laughs> But yeah, I, I just thought it was great that both of us kind of had or watch strap stories this week. <laughs> but yeah, one of these days, you can try wearing your watch on your dominant hand. It's going to totally throw you off. No, That's I, I why, can definitely see that. Yeah, I can't wear my Fitbit and mm-hmm. another watch at the same time because I'm obviously not going to wear it on the same wrist. That just looks stupid. Yeah. Do, do people ever do that? No, certain people actually wear it on their right wrist, but not there's, I mean, it's... There's you know, not many. Do people ever like double watch it up? Like, oh yeah, yeah. The, Every the now and tracker then. And I've seen that before. I don't know how often it's done, but I've definitely seen that before. Well, they'll have a Fitbit on the left or the right, and then they'll have a watch on the other hand. Yeah, because that wouldn't look too awkward. But you've never seen it where it's on the same wrist. That'd be a little bit intense. Yeah, that would be a little bit. Intense. <laughs> I'm sure there's people that do it, but because I've heard stories, I think it was Fidel Castro that used he was notorious for wearing two Rolexes on the same wrist. So he would have two Rolex watches on the same wrist. <laughs> yeah, just that's slightly over the top. Just that, and then especially two Rolex pieces on your, the same wrist. I think, yeah, that is over the top. But talking about watch straps or bracelets. So when I first got the Speedy, this watch band was short. So it actually mm. didn't go around my wrist. I took it into huh. the Omega boutique that we passed by today that I pointed oh, out yeah. to you. Mm-hmm. And so I asked if I can order an extra, uh, just an extra link. I needed one more link, basically from here to here. So guess how much one link cost? I'm going to guess. I don't know <laughs> if I want to, though. It's a single so link. I know it has to be ridiculous. <laughs> and I know the Are extra there? link is from the same manufacturer. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's not like a it's an Omega. Link. Yeah, it's an Omega bracelet as well. Okay, well, I'm going to go crazy high. I'm going to say 100. <laughs> I'm hoping I'm really high. No. Are you kidding? Yeah. It was like 100. Like, yeah. <laughs> 150. Yeah. <laughs> that's how much it costs. That's how much I paid that's for an extra link. Ridiculous. Right. How, like, how much would have a, a new. I think that band? entire band would cost over $1,000, I believe. I think Just so. the band, not even the watch? 
I could be wrong, but please, if anyone knows the exact price, this is a Omega Speedmaster Collectual Racing Watch. I don't know how much the entire uh, bracelet costs, but I would say close to $1,000 would be my guess. Okay, for a, not, for a non-Omega steel bracelet. Pretty good brand, like a knockoff brand with a solid steel bracelet, good products. I'd say $150 to $200. For the whole yeah. mm-hmm. band. For the entire. <sighs> this just blows my mind. I mean... The good thing, though, is is that at least if a watch strap is too big or too small, you don't necessarily have to get a whole new strap. No. It's actually yeah. somewhat easy to adjust. Mm-hmm. You just need to purchase the links, but... You and know. I'm sure the that included the cost of them, actually. Yeah, putting it in. Mm-hmm. Or whatever. <laughs> okay, well, now I feel... I don't feel... I was going to say I feel bad about complaining about your... Hiroshige. Aso, yeah, no, your Asaka. Or how, how do you pronounce the name? Yeah, I was going to say I feel bad, but it's like, no, I don't feel bad because I still think that's a lot to spend on a watch strap. But then these are all handmade leather watch straps. If you think about it, you know, I know it is ridiculous, but all the manpower that goes into creating this strap and then they actually, I think they coat it. I know for this recent one, they they added the patina and that's actually through hand, I think, dyeing or hand painting uh, process. So it's a lot of work that goes into creating these straps. I trust that it's a lot of work. Mm-hmm. I'm sure it's probably worth it. Like it doesn't, well, I actually don't know, but do you think they're selling it for close to what they, I'm sure they're, I mean, I'm sure they're making money, yeah. but it doesn't sound like you think they're, no, it's not like, an, it's a decent right, value. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It is a great value. Okay. Well, <laughs> so if you go into like alligator straps, lizard straps and all these other Mm-hmm. Uh, high-end leather straps i think those like alligator straps go in like 300 dollars range as well like for premium quality <laughs> it just blows my mind that watches have their own accessories because watches in themselves are an accessory right yeah, yeah so that's accessories true. has it have accessories one of these days i'm sure i'll get over it but <laughs> i definitely learned a lot about watch straps today we did want to give an update on the watch challenge To start, I wanted to clarify something I mentioned in the last episode about watches not appreciating super fast. I was more so talking about appreciation in the context of this project, because when you look at the stock market, if you invest in an ETF that has an average annualized return of 10%, and you keep the money in the market for seven years, it'll double. Mm-hmm. which is pretty amazing yeah, that for that is to happen mm-hmm. in a seven-year period of time. Are we talking about the current situation or is this just... This is just in general. In if you general? put okay. money in the stock market for seven years and it has an average annualized return of 10%, then it will double. Probably a lot faster rate nowadays since the market I know, is... but that's why I'm saying <laughs> yeah, no, no, that. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Okay, all right. <laughs> I'm giving you the numbers that we're working with, okay? Okay, so right. seven I'm just, years. I'm just trying to make a point here, all right? <laughs> so seven years, it doubles. Seven, okay, oh. yes, all right? <laughs> However, some watches, not all, could actually appreciate much faster than what you'd get investing in the stock market. Oh, yeah. The Chronograph 2 right now has definitely doubled in price. But I think watches, if you look at it, if you compare it to stocks, are a pretty good investment. Not all watches are going to double as right. soon as you it has purchase. has to be the, yeah. the right watch, for sure. And yeah, I mean, you have to get lucky and you have to know which watch to purchase. But if you look at a Rolex, like a vintage Rolex or any of you know those timepieces, they appreciate much faster than I think regular stocks would, mm-hmm. especially with ETFs. Sure. It's, 
that's basically what I was wanting to point out. Because yeah. last time I was like, oh, watches don't appreciate super fast. Mm-hmm. I do want to kind of backtrack. I acknowledge that they can appreciate yeah. fast if you buy the right, right watch. But I was more so talking about appreciation in the context of this challenge, mm-hmm. where we're starting off with a $100 watch or so and are trying to make our way up to a Nomos campus. At the end of the day, I'm hoping it doesn't take us seven years to finish <laughs> this oh, we're, project. We're, we're definitely finishing this project before seven years. I can guarantee that. <laughs> I hope so. <laughs> and that actually ties in. No one's campus might be discontinued by that time. I know. I just, I just really don't know how long this is going to take us because we have put up some kind of ground rules in terms of we're not buying limited watch drops, which, as we discussed last time, would actually be the fastest way to actually to mm-hmm. reach our end goal, I think. But yeah. we're not going to do that. What we are going to do is actually stick with one of the plans that we came up with pretty early, and that is to start this challenge by selling your Seiko Quartz. Yes. So we are going to be selling our Seiko Quartz, uh, the QZ thing is, I'm just trying to figure out which platform would be the best to sell it. Honestly, I'd like to get first dibs to the Instagram watch community and see if anyone that I know within my circle would be interested in, you know, this quartz watch rather than just putting it up on Chrono Tony 4 or Watch Recon where it would just be a random person. Uh, two main reasons. One, it's in nearly mint condition. And then also, I think this is a timepiece that has a pretty cool history behind it, you know, regarding the Seiko Quartz Crisis. So I'm hoping that, you know... I thought you were going to say a pretty cool history because I've owned it for... <laughs> no, like, no. Did it go on a lot of adventures with you? Or, okay. No, no. But so I'm hoping... And we'll see how it goes, but I'm just trying to figure out a game plan of listing the watch. And then also I have to come up with a price point mm-hmm. as well for the watch. So that's something that I've been thinking about. Yeah. And it has to be a, a price where you... F- would feel okay parting ways yeah. with it or feel good parting ways with it. Cause I don't want you to re- regret this. And what's nice is since we, this project isn't really time bound, I can list it at a price that I do feel comfortable with. Right. And I'm fine waiting, you know, whether it's weeks or months before we find a seller, hopefully that's not the case, but you know, I'm fine doing that as well. So it takes some burden off of us. Correct. We're not in a rush to part ways with this watch. Mm-hmm. So it's definitely fine for it to take however long it needs to take. Before we sign off, though, I do want you to state that I am not forcing you to do this. <laughs> You're laughing, this- but I'm not, forcing, I'm not forcing you to do this. Is this just in case I get FOMO and I start blaming you for having... Yeah, it is. I'm trying to CYA no. right now. Wait. Have you heard of CYA? No. Oh, Cover your ass. Cover your ass. So <laughs> okay. I need you to say... That this is your own decision, which it truly is. On the mic. On the mic. I need you to say that. I'm being forced to sell my watches. (laughs) I've been entrapped by the YP and I'm being forced to part ways and sacrifice my watch. No. No, I I told you. I'm totally fine parting ways with this watch because it never gets worn. Yeah, no, totally fine. I won't be blaming you. (laughs) All right. This is being recorded, so... (laughs) No FOMO. No FOMO. <laughs> All right, watch fan. Thanks for joining us. Signing <laughs> off. See you all next time. 